This is a HeadGum Podcast. It's that episode, not that episode. It's that episode. With Craig Welcome to It's That Episode, the podcast where I, Craig Rowan, invite a guest over to my apartment. We watch any TV show that they choose. We watch it. We talk about it. We talk about a bunch of other crap. Today, my guest is the very funny, the very hilarious, and the very funny Nicole Dressel. Welcome. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Good. I mean, we've been together for most of the day, (laughs) and we were just driving together, so I know how you are. Yes, you know. You've been there but how's it going it's going well thank you so much um we're gonna watch some tv together today yeah you have chosen a television show Mm -hmm. what tv show have you decided to watch today and why sports night okay uh which is an aaron sorkin television show uh Mm -hmm. it is a half hour it was billed as a comedy but i think we'll as we'll discover it's more complicated than that whoa i know um, it's a show I loved in high school. Okay. Uh, it was running around the same time as the West Wing, but I think I maybe discovered it after okay. Comedy Central. Um, oh, yeah. It was on Comedy Central. It was Central. on Comedy mm-hmm. Central. Uh, I used to record the video. I would record marathons of it on Comedy Central, and then I would re-record them onto a different videotape so the episodes would be in order. Explain that to me. Okay. So it would like air on Comedy Central. Okay. Right? And then I'd just like record blocks of it, but then I wanted to have every episode on tape in order. So then right. I would re-record onto a new cassette tape so that I could like go in order. I don't get that. You, <laughs> well, two, two, two tiers that I don't get. Question? Yes, it's a technical question. Okay. One is, yeah. and this isn't on you, mm-hmm. Comedy Central played them out of order? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. You recorded them onto a VHS tape. Yes. Now, out of order. Yeah. How did you make them in order from that tape? Right. Did you have two VCRs yes, going? Yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. That's all I wanted to know. So you connected two VCRs. Yes. I don't... Okay. It, I, like, now that you're describing it, I'm very impressed with myself because I wouldn't know how That's to do that That's pretty now. smart. Mm-hmm. And it's it's an extra step that takes a lot... You know, it's not easy. Also, I'm sure it goes without saying, I obviously cut out the commercials when I did it. Boo. Really? Yeah, because when you go... I know. Like, for well, instance, I when I was a know. kid... I don't know. I loved Mary Poppins, don't we all? Mm-hmm. No, Mary Poppins. It wasn't Mary Poppins. Maybe it was. That we had movies on Back to the Future. Back to the Future 1, we had taped off of TV. And one of the joys was, as I grew older, watching those old commercials. I agree, but I couldn't have known that then. Right. I don't think we knew the lengths that nostalgia would go so to. So did you need them in order because is that... Do you, is that part of your brain of just like, I need to watch things in order or was it because you like, why? It was like a completist thing. Mm-hmm. It was less like I need to watch in an order and more like I need to own it in order. Okay. Like this was for listeners who are yeah for millennials. For all the 12 to 29 year olds. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, what, know what, I don't know what the cutoff is. I think I might be a millennial. I think actually. I might be also. Yeah. Um, if you own Snapchat. I don't know. I, I have it, but I don't know how to use it. Or, I, don't, I don't. I actually I don't think that you do because I don't think owning is the verb you would use. I <laughs> at Snapchat. I own and have a franchise of Snapchat. Okay. Um. I, anyway, we couldn't have possibly anticipated that every television show would eventually be available on DVD, not to mention streaming. Mm-hmm. Like what we're about to do right now would have been unheard of. We're going to be watching on Hulu. Yes. Um. This is a show, Aaron Sorkin, who on this podcast we've watched an episode of The West Wing with Michael. The Kane. West Wing with Michael Caine, uh, Studio Sixty, of course, with Seth Reese, mm-hmm. and Newsroom with um, Matt Kleinman. Oh, so I think we've. This is. I think he might only have four television shows. That is true. And I mean, only look. If I was so lucky, right? This is the first one. Um, really, this yes. was before. This was before West Wing. Before West Wing. The second season of Sports Night overlapped with the first season of West Wing. Here's a fun thing. This is a fun fact. The finale that we're about to watch is What Kind of Day Has It Been? And that is the name of the finale of the first season of The West Wing. Um, as So we're going to watch. It's the final episode of season one. And as we have learned from watching Sorkin, and I'm sure you've watched a lot of Sorkin stuff yourself. Yes. He... Likes referencing himself. Yes, a lot. And he, very similar themes. 
Lines. I mean, this is so. This show is about behind the scenes of basically ESPN like yes. station mm-hmm. or um, channel, yes. or it's a channel, not just a show. And of course, West Wing is behind the scenes of the presidency. Mm-hmm. Uh, newsroom is behind the scenes of the newsroom, yep. and Studio Sixty is behind the scenes of like the SNL type show. Mm-hmm. He does have behind that's the scenes. that's his thing. Yes. Does this one start with something? somebody going off the rails like the network moment of like we've got to do it for real i think i mean it's been so long since mm-hmm. i've seen it but yes it's like in it's in crisis mode crisis from the mode. beginning of course everything's yes. always everything's in always mode. in crisis mode why did you like the why do you like the show so much um i th- do you like this show? i do like the show oh. a lot yes i wanted to pick a sincere pick i wanted to pick like a can you go home again pick like watch a thing that i knew i loved mm-hmm. see how it holds up years later um, I like it because I do like comedies and I do like sitcoms, but I also like when they try to hit moments of caring mm-hmm. or moments of not quite taking themselves too seriously. Cause I think he still had a light enough hand when he was doing sports night. I think this is like Aaron Sorkin, like walking the line at its best of like being self-important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like comedy that, uh, wants you to be invested on more than just a funny level with its characters. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a very good example of that before it became like, too much sentimentality right which i think which i think we can say about his other shows i mean west wing is his piece de resistance for sure um studio 60 i'll let the audience decide yep and then newsroom is just like ridiculous yes it's so bad um so you haven't seen this show since you taped it on vhs I don't think so. So you just let maybe, those VHSs go to waste. Maybe five years ago. I couldn't tell you where those VHSs are. They're somewhere with Allie McBeal. So you have, Dawson's what Creek. other shows did you, Allie McBeal and Dawson's, Dawson's Creek, in order? The West Wing. Uh, yes, I think that's so. A, that's a lot of work. I, also, because when you're transferring it, if I'm not mistaken, you have to watch it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't have to. Well, if you're taking out the commercials, you certainly you have to watch to. it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of time. Yeah, it is a lot of time. Now, that was your life. Yeah. <laughs> Correct? I mean, I, I... That's a lot of time. It is a lot of time. I guess, I'm not like, judging. to be clear. Yeah, I, had like, had friends. I was not, like, a lonely kid. Sure. Like, I was okay. But, yeah, I did. That's how I spent When you say I had a lot of friends, you mean I watched a lot of t- television yeah. was my friend. <laughs> was my friend, yeah. I mean, hey, I was there. I did that stuff, too. Okay. Right. What was the first DVD you owned? DVD. Yeah, I'm just because oh. we're talking about the VHSs, like of television, or anything, or like a anything. Movie. God, I don't remember off the top of my head. I did own Sports Night on DVD. Like somewhere, I do have Sports Night on DVD. Um, that was th- a big purchase. I what think was yours? mine. Two, the two I remember are Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. the Man one, and okay. uh, and um, Saving Silverman. Why? I don't know, but I think that might be a good movie. Is it? I don't know. I think it is. I wouldn't know. I like that's like a going home again thing. Like I right. saw that a lot of time. Well, I was a huge Jack Black fan mm-hmm. because of Tenacious D, and um, and he was on the box, the cover of that. So who's I, the boy in that? Is it Jason? Jason Biggs. Biggs it um, is. And uh, Steve Zahn is great in that. Oh yeah, he's, he's great very in a lot funny. Of he's very funny. TBS. Mm-hmm. I'm mad I can't remember the first DVD I owned. Go into your mind palace. I know. That's what I'm like trying to do right now. I'm trying to picture the cabinet at my parents' house. Um, and, oh, I was going to say, so why did you, why, and why the finale of season one? Uh, because it is like a good, oh, I wonder if I should give you like behind the scenes, behind the scenes context for Great, it. I would love that. Okay, great. So uh, Robert Guillaume is like the, I guess like the, the Bartlett actor figure. Or the... That's the actor. Um, and he plays uh, Isaac, who's like the head of... The... Sir Isaac Newton. Sir Isaac. He plays Sir Isaac Newton. Um, he's sort of like the... Uh, I, th- I mean, he's like... I don't remember what his title is, but he's sort of not the network, but he like is the liaison between the network and the show. And he's sort of like everyone's like mentor, person that they go to, like beloved figure. Robert Guillaume, the actor playing him, had a stroke midway through season one. In real life. In real life. Wow. And sort of disappears for a few episodes. So that's some context that you need for this finale. Oh my gosh. I know. Is it emotional? I mean, that's why we're here. Okay. To see if it is. But presumably it is. I mean, They make it emotional. We'll see. We will see. 
Wow, I wonder, I mean, that must happen all the time on television. Well, I guess in um, Sopranos, the mm-hmm. show, the, the mother died. Oh, and West Wing, John Spencer died? Right. I don't remember. You don't know what that means. I mean, I only watched season one of West Wing. I need sure. to watch more. People I, are I feel like I need to watch more, too. I stopped when I went to college. A bunch of shows. You know what? I also recorded Gilmore Girls. Okay. The first season of Gilmore Girls. Are you excited for the reboot? I mean, the 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 reunion. I'm going back now to, because I stopped watching all these shows when I went away to college. I didn't watch TV Same in college. Here. Hey, man, tune, tune in, turn off, turn on, turn on. What? Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, college, did not watch TV. <laughs> Same. We had a TV in the dorm, but it was like communal. Um, were you a dorm? Were you a TV in the dorm college? We had, I think we had may, might have had TVs in the in some of the dorms for sure. I think we had probably in my dorm too, but it was like, but not in your room, not in my room. Same. Um, I in my sophomore year I did, but I only remember having original te- Nintendo set up, mm. and I don't. Re- and I remember watching tons of DVDs, but I do not ever remember watching television proper. I don't think I had yeah. TV or cable. I had a TV with an antenna, but it was like too hard. I watched the pilot of I watched the premiere of Lost and then never watched it again or anything else again. Um, oh, I do no, I I do remember watching the Chappelle show when oh. that was. I remember that was the one show you had cable. I guess so, but I, that's the only show I remember that. And then a friend of mine was into Arrested Development, and we I'd watch that sometimes. I watched Arrested Development in college. I loved it so much. I guess that was a show that I like watched, like binge watched at some point. I must have borrowed the DVDs from somebody. And then it was announced that it wasn't coming back while I was a senior in college. And a friend of mine heard and she said to her boyfriend, or maybe the boyfriend said to her, we have to find Nicole so she's not alone when she finds out. Wow. That sounds like. But I was, was not that, that upset. Yeah, that I was, was not like, that upset. So he was overreacting. He was overreacting. But I liked being cared for that way. That's really nice. It is really nice. But, like, but I was also a like, little okay. stepping over the boundaries yeah. of what you know people shouldn't shouldn't care about yeah, um right. so we're gonna watch this show we know um so isaac newton had a stroke and then is there anything else um i should know going in i don't i think you'll be able to figure it out okay i'm excited i love peter kraus oh great i'm a big peter kraus the fan. cast is great i mean across the, the board great the cast, cast. Is so, good. so names and people josh charles josh peter charles, kraus uh joshua molina right um felicity huffman right i mean great, great. people peter kraus Come on, give me a break. Six feet under, give me yeah, a break. You're going to love this. Okay. I think you're going to love this. All right, we're going to check out the final episode of season one, and it's called whatever it is. What's it called? What kind of day has it been? Right. We're going to check it out. You know I don't like lying. There's no need for it, Charlie. Did you really think I was going to be mad at you because you didn't play one a baseball game? I'm sorry. I got to find this out from Dan. And I also think you're old enough to have something more than I'm sorry. But I can't play. And I lied, because I didn't want to embarrass you. Sorry. Come here. That was really hard for you to say, wasn't it? You were scared during that. Yeah. Well, it didn't show. You were really calm and honest. Scared anyway because I'm your father. I'm worried you might embarrass me. Man. There should be no doubt in anyone's mind that you're my son. And you can't even blame me because Grandpa started it. And I have a hunch his dad is no picnic either. So, Charlie, I am nipping this in the bud right now. Pay close attention. In your lifetime, you will never embarrass me. It's not gonna happen. You play baseball if you want to play baseball, and the only thing you have to do to make me and your mom happy is come home at the end of the day. All right, we just watched whatever the title of that episode was of Sports Night, season one, episode maybe 23. Yes. Final episode. You wanted to know how it felt to go home again. What What are your thoughts? I loved it. I loved it. Oh, I yeah? loved every second of it. Yes. It's also, I don't know if I necessarily have pieces of it memorized, but like. It's in your brain. It's in my brain. It's um, lodged in my brain. I enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Okay. The, it, only, just, the only noises you made were noises of things you took issue with. Yes. So it was hard <laughs> well, to tell. It just felt, 
dated. Like it feels very mm-hmm. dated. And it's I don't know. I don't dislike Aaron Sorkin. It's just like you have to. You really have to remember this was the first one. I, I know. It just feels like a clunkier version of like his fast talking stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. Like some of it was very forced. Yes, I think um, that's fair. Stylized. Like th- third things first. Oh, I love it. And then you know, like, and then it's like, and then second of all, and first of all, you know, like just like that type of Ooh, talk. Love it. Um. So why don't we describe the basic gist of the episode? Sure. Um, Peter Krause and Josh Charles are the hosts of the show. Mm-hmm. Of Sports Night. Of Sports Night. The show within the show. The show within the show. Peter Krause, whose character's name is? Uh, Casey. Casey McCall. Casey Wilson is nope. the co-host, and he has a son named? Little Guy. Little Boy. And the whole thing with his storyline is that little boy is going to be visiting um, the set. I guess him and his mom, uh, Peter Casey Wilson and his wife are divorced. Yes. And the little boy is going to stop by with um, uh, the nanny. And he's been he had a baseball game where he had great mm-hmm. stats. Yes. I wonder, I it bothers me that we just watched an episode of television. I can't remember that little boy's name. And it got said so many times. Dusty? I want to say it's Charlie, but I don't think it is. Is it Charlie? It might be Charlie. Maybe it's Charlie. That's fine. Okay. We could just say Charlie. We're going to say Charlie. Can Nobody. we say Charlie? That would feel great. That's fine. Yeah. Charlie okay, Charlie visits. Or the whole thing is that um, Casey Wilson's really excited that Charlie. Are going to say Casey Wilson <laughs> that Charlie, the whole time? That Charlie Wilson's war is visiting. <laughs> Charlie Wilson's war is visiting. He's got great stats in this baseball yes. game. And he's like, and- my son was three for three, two walks, two stolen mm-hmm. bases. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then he says to Josh Charles, whose character's name is... Dan Rydell. Dan Rydell. Rydell, hi. Okay, that's what I thought it was going to be, because there's not that, that many options. Um, he tells Rydell, hi, about the stats and says, when Casey, when Charlie Wilson's war comes mm-hmm. by, just be really excited about those stats. Mm-hmm. I guess we can just go through this storyline. Are we going to do every scene? No, well, we oh, can just go over the gist of what yes. happens, is that when the kid comes to visit... Dan sits down with him. Dan Rydell High mm-hmm. is like, this is again where it's like, again, it's a good show, but he goes, he goes, Charlie Wilson's War, what is a stolen base? And the, and kid's the kid is so dumb. The kid is <laughs> so like, do, doesn't know sports at all, even though he plays the sport. He, he doesn't know what a stolen base is. Right. <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. I mean, but to be fair, sometimes uh-huh. they introduce stolen bases later. But you might know what it is if you're playing this. You could. He, I'm saying, yeah, benefit of the doubt to mm-hmm. Charlie Wilson's war. He might know. But the basic gist of it is that um, Rydell High puts in a VHS tape mm-hmm. of two nights ago's sports night. Maybe can, my copy. Maybe your copy without the commercials. And it plays a clip from sports night, the show within a show. And uh, Rydell High is saying, Ken Griffey Jr. was three for three tonight with two walks and two stolen bases. So uh, Charlie Wilson's war had stolen that stat and told his dad, Casey Wilson. Uh, um, th- he lied because he wanted to, impress, he, his to dad. impress his dad. And then his dad realizes like, oh, I'm fucking you up. You need to know you don't ever have to lie to me to impress me. That's when it, I, I'll be honest with it, you. The show at that point felt like an ABC family show. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like you, will you give me that? I, here's what I will give you. Yes, I will give you that. Okay. I will agree. Uh, I don't care, but I will agree because the music is playing very intensely, very like, and he's like, you lied to me, son. It's like, I wanted to impress you, dad. And he's like, you know what? I shouldn't blame you. I shouldn't even blame me. I should blame my grandfather, his grandfather before him. I love it. Because every day, in every way, we're embarrassing our old elders. Like, like it's been it. passed down from generation oh God, to generation. And he's like, son. And he goes, oh, he's like, that must have been really hard for you to just tell me that you're sorry. You know how I know? <laughs> Sorry, father. I don't know that he scoffed <laughs> quite as much as you are. <laughs> he probably did. And then at the end, he was like, you can never embarrass me. You know why? 
you're my father. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say, you're my father. He says, I'm your father. Oh, yes. You're my father. No, <laughs> you're saying it wrong. But it's like this. so, it, it's like re- really corny. Yes. I mean, it's really corny. I think this is a finale where it was a, this could be a series finale. That's my guess, is it was one of those season finales where it's like we're going in not knowing if there's a season two. Right. So we got to hit all those emotional buttons. We got to tie up all those things. Did Now, was the was um, Charlie Wilson's war a big thing throughout this season? Or? His marriage, like Casey Wilson's marriage, and mm-hmm. like maybe not being like a super present dad, I think was. But we barely saw his son. I, this might be the first time we see this. See, son. that's what I'm talking about. Then yes, that's a I big agree. that's a big scene, big swing. Yes. I agree it's a big swing, but I think it's like a big swing out of necessity. Of like this is our show that's ending. What's each character's arc we want to wrap up? Like it really felt like an end of a full house episode type thing. Of yeah, like, I get, hey man, man. Can, I hear it all. I'm no. okay with it all. Okay. Okay. That was one storyline. Yes, that was one storyline. It was Casey Wilson's war. Mm-hmm. Um did Rydell High even have a real storyline? No, he didn't really have one in this episode. He was, he was just sort of cases. a... He but was, it's like a sitcom. So you got an A plot, you got a B plot. Sure. Um, and then what is Felicity Huffman's uh, character's Dana. name? Dana. Dana Scully. Dana Scully. And Hi. she is... Um, what's her job in the show? She's the producer. She's like the big... She's the big... The big, big producer. She's the big producer. And her deal is that the neighbor from Married with Children... Yes, Gordon... Gordon Ramsay is... As I said, Gordon, I knew what it was going to be. So this is really fun for me. I wonder if we'll be able to get all of them. Um, Gordon Ramsay, the second neighbor from Married with Children, I want to say. Yeah, I think that's true. The, like, hunkier, uh, yeah. uh, the radio host from Wayne's World, too. Um, not Handsome Dan. Um... Gordon Ramsay, she's a, she's, I almost said addicted to Gordon Ramsay, but she's <laughs> in Felicity Huffman. Dana Scully is engaged to Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. And then, why don't you describe that scene? Okay. And then in that scene, he comes to visit her. She's supposed to meet him. There's a lot of talk about how she's supposed to be at work at the desk to meet him. He's wearing a power tie. He's wearing a power tie. Like a yellow power tie. Yes. Um, and as soon as she, he comes to meet her. She's being quippy and he's being serious. And then it quickly becomes clear. And then, he, and then he sort of thing. meanly says, he's like, just let me, let me just talk. Yeah. Or I think it was like, you need to not talk or something. Yeah, it was yeah. something it was it was one of those really things where it was mean. like, Oh really boy, mean. it's so mean. Um, yeah. And then she makes a pretty heavy handed joke, which is like, what could be so wrong as long as you're not calling off the engagement, which is, I will say my only criticism is mm. that's a kind of clunky move. Because I don't think a human would ever say that to Like, maybe you'd say, like, what's so wrong? It's not like we're breaking up. Right. But you would definitely never, as an adult person, say the words, call off the engagement. Yeah, or I anyone. guess no person they should have just time traveler. said we're engaged. I mean, which there are time travelers, but mm-hmm. yeah, she just should have mentioned the engagement before. So we know they're engaged. Well, and we've been watching the show, so we know. We haven't, if you're me. Okay, but I don't think anybody makes their television shows. For this podcast, <laughs> right? I don't <laughs> know. Specific Sorkin has. He's been on quite a few times. I guess that's true. Um, yeah, he's, she's like, you should have him on. I would love to have him on. He, why would he ever be on this? I if you're know. listening, Aaron, or your son, Darren, please tell your dad. Is that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But um, he, she's like, uh, what could be so bad? It's not like you're breaking the engagement, and he's just like, he doesn't say anything, just right. stoic. And, and then they have a long walk and the a long walk during and which felicity Huffman does some pretty incredible face acting uh-huh she's sort of like gulping down yes. and like she's and like people are together, like but not really we, we want to put the boxing in the fourth quadrant and she's like we're gonna lose 15 seconds she's mm-hmm. still doing her job she's yeah, a pro it's real great and then they go to isaac's office you didn't know that but that was isaac's office they went okay into. and isaac newton is the one who who had the real actor had the stroke and, and the character the character the also had i didn't stroke. realize i hadn't told you that no that's totally fine i i that was I understood. And in that scene, they they break up for real. They break up. That's when she's like, third of all, you broke." Wait. So also, can you explain this yes. relationship a little bit? Because she keeps on referencing the fact yes. that he has broken up. Uh, he she he has cheated on her, yes. and she's been cool with. Yes. Him. So what you need to know is that throughout this season, Casey Wilson and Dana Scully have had like a will they won't they flirtation. Casey Wilson. Yes. Peter Krause. Yes. 
And Dana Scully? Yes. Felicity Huffman. Yes. <laughs> okay. They've had like a, a flirtation. Okay. But she's been with this guy, Gordon. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. Um, they like knew each other back in college. Like they've been in each other's lives for a long, long time. Okay. And then what happens is- Quinnipiac. This, yes. Quinnip- they went to Quinnipiac. Um, and then what happens is there's this woman, I guess Rebecca is her name. I think her name is Rebecca. Rebecca DeMornay. Um, Who we have didn't see in this episode? We did not see in this okay. episode at all. But she like does the show that's after Dana's show. Another so, like, sports show? Another sports show. And so okay. they're like very competitive. And then we find out in an episode, or maybe over the course of the season, that uh, Casey slept with her. Casey Wilson Casey slept, Wilson with, slept Rebecca with Rebecca DeMornay. And Dana Scully flips out. She's very upset about it. Because they've been flirtatious. Uh, uh, she Casey. doesn't say, well, she says it's unprofessional. She does all this stuff. It's one of those things where it's like, inside it's like, well, you're upset because you have feelings Read for him. Read the subtext. Exactly. It's all subtext. Because um, they're both in relationships. So they're not acknowledging that they have feelings for each other at all. And then somewhere around that time, I don't remember the time frame, we find out that Gordon slept with Rebecca and Dana doesn't care that much. Because why? Because she doesn't love her fiance. And that's what he's saying to her in this scene. It's like, hey, so I've been thinking right, about right, this right. thing that happened a week ago. And the fact that you don't give a shit makes me think like we should not be together. So he's not in the wrong. He seems like a jerk and he's playing it like a jerk and you don't love him. But like, but he he's is not in the wrong. wrong. He is, he's not wrong about this, but he did cheat on her. Yes. So he is in the wrong bigger. Yes. Initially. Initially. Yes. But I would actually argue she is in the wrong bigger mega level because she's with a guy that she's not in love with. She's in love with another guy. She's faking it. And he does really love her. Then he shouldn't have cheated with her. Yes, but he's cheating with her because she doesn't care about him that much. Okay. He's like with this woman, and I'm not, look, 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 look. I'm I am not a Gordon apologist. You, you are not a Gordon MC apologist. No, I'm not. But I'm just saying in this case, he's not a bad guy for breaking it all off. You know? Right. No, it makes it. sense. If they're not meant to be, yep. they're not meant exactly. to be. Exactly. Um, but then her, and then there's the whole thing of like, he doesn't think she's funny. I think it was just like that was they, basically these two characters don't have chemistry. Right. Okay. And uh, so it's, uh, sometimes in uh, television or movie writing, mm-hmm. a way that you indicate that characters have chemistry between preach, each other. Preach. Yes. Is that they uh, laugh together. They make jokes together. They're quippy together. Preach. And you know that these two characters don't belong together because they're not quippy together. Right. Whereas Casey and Dana, so quippy. Quippy. So him That's not why getting they, her sense ben, of but humor. It, which is weird because they went to Quinnipiac, which almost sounds like Quip. Ooh. <laughs> which almost sounds like quit. Mm-hmm. Um, and her final line to him as he whacks, whacks off the door, <laughs> as he, as he whacks off the door, which means as he leaves is, is her final thing to him is, um, I was always funnier than you thought I was. Then you gave like, me credit. Then you gave me credit for. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm from married with children. And he closes the door and he leaves. Yes. He's like, I was in Wayne's World too. And he gets out of there. Um, and, oh, so that makes more sense to yes. me at the end of the episode. So cut to the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Casey Wilson says, laughs at her. and She, she, she says stuff that's like witty witty repartee i would say it's not a joke because there are no jokes on the show right 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 and she's like she's she's like why are you laughing she's like and he's like because you're funny yeah something like that yes and she smiles yes um the other storyline with her is that she bought a camera yes (laughs) which Which is, is clearly an outlet for like things that she's repressing she's trying to find hobbies because she's unhappy oh okay yeah i thought it was because it was like the final episode we need to end with a picture of the whole thing i i mean i'm sure that's part of it that too. was definitely part I'm of it i'm sure too. that's part of it um and then were there other and the, oh and then of course uh oh there there was another minor c story thing which was um the the rally in the ninth which yes, is ninth rally. what's the name of the guy with the glasses jeremy Jeremy Roenick, who was a hockey player on <laughs> on nhl 94 <laughs> That was your quickest reference? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I could have said Jeremy Spoken from um, from Jeremy, the song by Pearl Jam. Okay. I don't know what that is. Jeremy Spoken class. You don't know oh, that song? No, I don't. Are you serious? Yeah. That's, yeah. I, that's really surprising. I don't know. I don't think I know like, any Like, I Pearl rarely, Jam. like, I, like, I'm not the type of person to be like, you didn't see that movie? 
You know what I mean? Like, right. I think that's a mean thing to do. Sure. But like that song was everywhere. When? 92 to 94? Oh, somewhere? yeah. I'm, I was young. So how old are you? I mean, where this is. I'm 30. I'm 32. You would have heard that. <laughs> no. That's ridiculous. You've definitely heard that song. I have no idea what song this is. What's the chorus? That's it. <laughs> no Jeremy spoke in class today. Clearly, Tom I Waits. remember. This Pearl is Tom Jam. Waits. You're Picking doing on Tom the Waits. boy seemed a harmless little fuck. But we unleashed a lion. Nash's breast, Nash's teeth, and bit the Reese's latest breast. How could I forget? And I hit with Mr. No, nothing. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's <laughs> so crazy. I don't think it have is. Have you heard ever heard a Pearl Jam song? I know that they're a band. Okay, because Long Hair? If, yeah. Okay. Have you heard Smells Like Teen Spirit? That's Nirvana. But you've heard that yes, but you've heard that song. Yeah, I think I have. Then you've heard this song. <laughs> no. What's All another right. Pearl Jam song? Um can't find a bit of man. I know that. I know that. I know so that. So then you've heard Jeremy because <laughs> there's no not, way. I have no idea. And what I about don't think Even Flow? Goes around like butterflies. Absolutely not. So you just haven't heard the album Ten by yeah. Pearl Jam. All right, I'll burn you a copy. <laughs> no, please don't. I'm not going. To. I don't have a. CD it's not player. like even essential. It's not like it's that. It's just like everybody's heard that song. No. It's about a school shooting. No. Okay. In 91 or 92, there weren't even school shootings yet. Yeah, there were. Mm-mm. Yeah, it was about, it was based on a real article, I don't news article. Mm, I don't remember. And the news article was based on a true story. <laughs> 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 um, Wait, is it wrong? I keep pulling the mic away when I laugh. I don't know if that's going to sound weird. I don't know. Okay. I mean, it'll be fine either way. Okay, great. Um, but so, the He's whole dating- thing is that Jeremy Spoken, yes. uh, Jeremy Roenick. Who is dating Natalie. Who's Natalie? Sabrina Lloyd. They're um, dating. It doesn't really come up. Natalie Imbruglia. Oh my God, that's what I knew you were going to say. <laughs> um, I knew you would think Portman, breeze past Portman and go for Natalie Imbruglia. That's true. Is that what happened? Yes. Oh my God, that makes me so <laughs> wait, happy. So, I wish I had written it down. <laughs> wait, so, wait, Jeremy Roenick, who is the guy with the glasses, yes. is dating Natalie Imbruglia, <laughs> who he's talking to the entire time. Yes, they're dating. So, And their storyline isn't even a storyline. It's that he says what this episode of Sports Night needs yes. is a ninth inning rally. rally. And they think the fun of it is. And which I find annoying. I found it so funny. Uh, is that they think he means like the show is in a like lull and it needs to rally. The show is in a slump and the show itself needs to rally. Right. And, and, he's, and saying, he's like, no, 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 God damn it. We do a show about sports. I'm saying, wouldn't it be great if we were covering a ninth, a ninth inning, inning rally. rally. And they're like, well, we can if the show's and not doing... And it's like, you, to me, it's like... That was your first groan. To me, it's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> get on the same page. It's No, but that's the joke. It's like... It's like... We're really going to do this on a turn of phrase like for that, like for more than a line and a half? Love it. And that was the entire episode for him was him explaining... A turn that turn of phrase. No, because I think the next time we see them, it's his, it's Natalie Imbruglia going. Oh, now I get it. No, he's like, what if if we worked at a haberdashery's, a haberdashery? Oh, you're right. She doesn't mean it. She says it, but she doesn't and she, mean it. And you're she's right. like, and I said we need a ninth inning rally. Like I don't even understand what was going on. I missed there. that part of it. I wasn't paying attention because I knew this part. I don't like that. Um, the other big thing was the uh, return of Sir Isaac Newton. Yes. That was the final thing of the episode. And that's like the big thing that I remember from the episode. That was why I picked it, because that's a great moment. And he's very familiar. I think he's in other Sorkin stuff. Uh, I don't know if he's in other Sorkin stuff. He was Benson on Benson. Okay, correct. Um, which also means that he was on Soap for the first couple seasons of Soap. Right. Um, he had, I mean, voice of Rafiki. Okay. Um, he's done a bunch of stuff. I don't Correction. Know. I know your father. Thank you. It's good. I actually had um, a baboon mask when I was a kid. Okay. A mask of a baboon, and I'd walk around just saying, "Correction, I know your father." Did you really? Yes. Because <laughs> that line. Why that line? That's is not his best really line. funny. That line is really funny to is me. Is it? Yes. It's like, you knew my father. Correction, I know your father. 
Is it meant to be funny or is it no? Like but pointed? there's something there's something <laughs> like to me that's ridiculous about that. St- like still to this day, Why? it's like because it's like too clever. It's oh, like I see. you know what I For mean. Like a yeah yeah yeah. You know, it's like you knew my father, and he's like, correction. I know your father. Don't think that's you know the delivery. I, mean? I know what you mean. I don't think that's the delivery. No, it's like this. He's like, you knew my father? Correction. Nope. I know your father. I don't think it's quite as robotic as what you're doing right now. Is it robotic? Yes. Correction. I know your father. Do you mind if I look I up that clip? I would love for you to look it up because I really I I, get what you're saying. I did not know he was the voice of Rafiki. Yeah. Um... Let's. This this might take way. I think too there's long. like more up and down in what he does. Let's see. Correction. I. Correction. See, I, I just wrote correction. Father. I and it, it, that's the, the the Google knows it. Wow. That's how big of a line it is. Yeah. Is that no, I know the line. Own, I 100 know the line. But you said it wasn't like the most memorable. But I don't is. think it's the funniest. I think yeah, it's memorable. Go. I don't think it's the funniest. No, it's funny in like not in like the anti comedy. Yeah, which is what I've always been into, obviously. You know my father? Correction. I know your father. I was you not were that pretty far right. off. You were not that I far off. I was not that far off. You were not that far off. And I, I haven't agree. seen that since you then. You were not that far off. I should not have Correction. I know your father. It's still not quite as robotic. <laughs> I know, but like. I think what people don't see is that every time you do it, you throw your head back. <laughs> Let's just hear it one more time. You know my father? Correction. I know your father. Oh, the only difference is the he goes, end. father. Yeah, the end is a little bit different. Correction, I know your father. <laughs> Come on. That's it's pretty close. good. It's That's close. pretty It was much better. Good. It was so much better than I was giving you credit for. I agree Thank you. wholeheartedly. Thank you. Yes. Um, so, um, uh, correction, I know your father returns. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Um, and that was a sweet moment. Yes. That's that was great. a very sweet moment. I mean, because that is just, I think what might be great about it, I mean, if you watch the show, this is a character you love. If you know Robert Guillaume, this is an actor you love. I think even if like you don't know him, there's just something about him. As soon as you see him on screen, you know this is a guy you like. He's just real. He's got a likable quality. Right. So. Um, what translates. was his line when he comes in? Do, do you remember? Uh, I think it was, hey, crazy lady, are you going to get my show on the air? Oh, right. Yeah, yes. yeah. I knew. So because he's, I guess, the executive producer or something I think like that? So. I don't remember what his title is, but he's like the bigger guy. He's um, above Dana. I mean, I wonder. And then and then uh, Casey Wilson and Rydell High are just sort of joking around with him. Like, you were on the yeah. DL for this long and just for a stroke and all that stuff. It's a lot of, in this universe, and I think Sorkin in general, the way you show that you like people is you rib them real Ribbing. hard. Gentle ribbings. Gentle ribbings. Um I was just thinking, like, I hope they were really close on the set of the show, because if not, to sort of fake that when a guy comes back from a stroke is would be a little bit weird. Do you, you think? Know? What do you mean? Like, I'm sure that he's a nice guy and they yeah. all got along. But if like, so that would be really emotional and like cool for him to oh, come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But if like, you're like, I don't really know this guy that well, mm-hmm. and now like. Do you mean the characters or the actors? The actors. Okay. And they're like, I have to, like, I have to act. Like, I'm happy. He's <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's. What are you talking about? You're talking like, about. Like, you're talking about acting. Yeah, because it's no, but it's like, it's this is for the fans, right? Yeah, him coming sure, sure, back sure. is like sure, sure, sure. we're welcoming him back to the show. We're embracing him. I would say the fans of the show, and I would say he's such a beloved. I mean, Benson, first television show with a ever. Yes, first television show ever. I think first television show or first comedy with like a black man as the lead. Okay. I think. So I think is that like true? very historically significant. I'm pretty sure it's true. Okay. Um, I'll take a word for so it. So like just like a beloved, I think to America, a beloved person. Right. And so I think like whether you're a fan of Sports Night or not, if you know Robert Guillaume, you're so happy to see him. Right. Well. Okay. Then I'm wrong. That's my thinking. Then I'm just wrong. I'm just Wait, saying, imagine in a universe... <laughs> Somebody had to come back, and you're like, I'm not, I'm not that excited. He's back. <laughs> I guess it's so hard. Like I'd have to, 
Like, it's so hard for like, me to remove it because I can't imagine. I'd like be if ever you're a bad, if you're a bad person, you're like I know. But can you I name? To, can you just name a name so I can like put myself in that headspace of like who would be that person? Yeah. Okay. It's like um. Okay, so can we say because he's in the news right now and nobody likes him, like Jared Leto, like you're on a TV show. Yeah, with Jared it's like Leto, it's like and he I, leaves. Yeah, like this is a bad. What I'm about to say is really bad, but it's like. I'm not glad he's back from the stroke. Yes, <laughs> like, like I would like never say that. I would. There would never be a thing. And now I understand. What but you're, you're like, like this is going to be weird because like I didn't visit him in the hospital and I right. didn't send a card. Right. And now my character. You know what I mean? I guess so. And I mean, like, what I keep bumping on is in your reality, actors struggle with acting. Yeah. You're like I don't. It's going to be weird. It's to me the weird. I get, but like, it, would I get be what weird. You're it would be weird like this if you're like, before this scene, I actually have to say to Jared Leto, like, welcome back, man. Right. Like, it's really glad, to, like, really good to have you back. And then later, you're filming the scene and you're much more happier. Oh, like, yes. you're much yes, more yes, happy. Yes, yes, sorry. Yes, 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 yes. That, like, he's back. You're like, and, yes. and Jared Leto's like, wow, in the scene, like, Casey Wilson was so excited. Why wasn't. Why wasn't he like really excited right. when I this, actually came back? In this version of reality, Jared Leto had thought to himself in between. Right. He had thought like, oh, Casey Wilson didn't seem that happy, but I guess he's just not capable of being that happy. Right. And then he sees him act that <laughs> sure. happy and he's, he's like, like, I can't believe it. Wow. He really didn't want me personal. to get back from that stroke. Right. We figured it out. But obviously think, not in honestly, this situation. Honestly, I think what's happening is we're having our own ninth inning rally conversation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We figured it out. That was the ninth inning rally. Yeah. Um, no, I meant like it was. It, oh, boy. What's that? <laughs> we're having the, the turn of phrase. Yes. Wait, what did you mean then? I, I did not mean that we were. <laughs> I did not mean that. <laughs> what did you mean? I meant that what had been happening up until that point <laughs> was like their conversation. Yes. <laughs> and I was that like, so you're bad. right. We are, we are rallying. We're rallying about this part of the conversation. Yes. yes. So we just yes. had, <laughs> we just had the thing that I was saying was the most annoying thing possible. The, we the had back two levels of it. The back and forth that made me really frustrated yes. just happened. Yes. That's pretty great. <laughs> yes. First it happened about all that weird stroke stuff. And then it happened about my reference to it. Right. So we're like two levels. We got two levels deep on that idea. We figured it out. That makes me we so rallied. Happy. That makes me so happy. We, I agree now that we rallied. We had a ninth inning rally. Yes. Um. What's the Jared Leto stuff? I've just sort of been avoiding it. Oh, it's I, that he me is, too, kind of. I think what it was like, is I'm just, he was... I think I might just be like done with that type of thing. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I, I don't usually get into that type of thing. I'm only vaguely aware of it. But I my know, understanding yeah, okay. is that he was a real pain in the ass method actor to work with right. on the set. And that uh, during like press junkets, some of the actors that he worked with aren't really going out of their way to mask their lack of interest in his. Oh, bullshit. okay. Because I I heard the thing about like the used condoms. Was oh, that I don't know th- that. I think I don't know if this is. Tr- I think this mm-hmm. might have happened, but he like sent to a castmate or something. Like he because yeah. he's the Joker, he sent, which is so disgusting. <laughs> like a used condom. Like was it to, to a his, woman? I don't know. I heard, or I shouldn't say I heard, I saw like a little like, not like a gift series, a so I don't know if it was okay. real. I love gift series. Yes, but it's impossible we to verify this whether show, or not This real. podcast should be about TV shows. It should be about Gifts, gift it's series. what it's going to be someday. Someday. Um, it was like Will Smith talking about how Jared Leto sent him the severed head of a pig. And then Will Smith called him up and was like, hey dude, um, I'm just acting. He sent a real severed head of a pig? You know, here's what I'm saying, though. I saw this gift set. I did not verify. So I don't actually know if this is true. That might be fake. It I feel like fake. that would be like... I want to pe- look it up now. People, feel free. People, okay. if this was real, because we already did correction. I know your father. Um, oh, that's true. You're right. Uh... That if that was real, I feel like people would be like, "Oh, we're done with Jared Leto in general." Immediately. In in general, but um. Yeah. That gift set—that's crazy. You know what I mean? Sure. I wonder if that's I'm a real. Looking this up. She's looking it up. I'm just here. Um. What else? I think we covered the storylines in the show, though. Correct. Yes, we did cover the storylines in the show. Um. 
Yeah, I mean, the Daily Mail, so not super legitimate. Reliable. Jared Leto sent a live rat and dead hog to Suicide Squad co-stars. That's stupid. Also, apparently, bullets. What an asshole. IGN.com covered it. I kind of believe them. The thing about the thing about that is like you aren't like you're method acting, but like you have to like go on Amazon. You have to talk to someone about cutting a pig. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to like find a dead rat. Like right. that's not so, like or you're just asking your assistant to do it at that point. Exactly. And you're like, so I'm talking to my assistant about getting a dead rat. Am I talking like the Joker? That's just really annoying. Right, right, right. Because like, the Joker's <laughs> not going to ask their assistant um, to do it. Vanessa, can you get a dead rat? Like, who is this? It's the Joker. Like, Jared? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where would I find that? Google it. Like, really, Jared? And then it's like, yeah, really. That's really it. annoying. I'm, like, not taking part in the bit just because as I think about it, I it's really it so annoying. Much. It's really There's just bad. like like the world would be fine if everyone just stopped giving him jobs. Like if collectively everyone was like, let's just boycott this bullshit. I don't um, think any like right. I guess I heard he was good in Million 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 Man no. Club. What's it called? The Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. Oh, I guess I heard that, but I also heard then he, he won was an super Oscar. annoying. He won an Oscar. But then Oscar. I also heard he was so annoying around it. He's very annoying. He's won an Oscar. Yeah. That seems crazy. He won one of the Oscars. That seems like they don't mean as much anymore. I haven't seen this movie. I'm, maybe I'm being a real B-word. What's the B-word? Real brat. What a brat. Real brat. Um, sports night, you, you do think it holds up? I, for me, it does. But I think it holds up in a way of like, like I'm not, I'm not watching it from a remove. I'm just back there. Like I'm just 14 okay. watching it. But you understand everything oh that God. I was scoffing at. Yes, absolutely. I, I like want to love Darren. Like I really liked Steve Jobs, that movie. I oh, think okay. I like that. Um, Newsroom is awful. Yes. West, uh, West Wing is really good. West Wing's really good. It does. I think some of the feminist stuff doesn't hold up in West Wing the way I wish it did. Explain. Um, I, so watching Sports Night, watching like West Wing as like a 14-year-old girl, I was like, there are great women characters mm-hmm. on here. Um, and now I look back on it and it's like, oh yeah, but all the women characters also have like adorable flaws and they're always hungry. Like it's a very narrow, literally hungry. There are, especially on West Wing, not really on sports night, but there are so many times on West Wing where to show that a woman character is like cute and grounded. She talks about food, loving food, eating food, how much food she's going to eat. It happens so many times. What? Yes. I don't even get it. Uh, I think it's just a way of showing that like these beautiful women are still like real people. Oh, right, right, right. And it happens a lot. So I do. So I think like when I say the feminism doesn't quite hold up, I mean, it's just like a very narrow window of strong women. Mm-hmm. And what would you how would you rate Felicity Huffman on that feminist scale? Uh, I mean, I think she's in that that model too. She's, like, hungry, she's so great at her she's job. But then yeah, <laughs> hungry bitch. Uh, so great at her job. Like. Uh, super empathetic, really smart, also attractive, but then like she'll have these like adorable flaws that that's Dana. Right. She feels really a lot like CJ Craig. And I also think like these are great characters. Right. These are great women characters. It's just a narrow scope. CJ Craig, great last name. Why? Because my first Oh, it's name. your first name. Right. It's a cool name. Yeah, it's a cool name. It's spelled differently. It's C-R-E-G-G. And have you followed Aaron Sorkin all the way through? Are you... I kind of jumped ship on... Um, Studio 60. Like, I was really excited about it because it was like, oh, I like comedy and I love Aaron Sorkin. I'm going to love this show. And then I watched the pilot and it was like, oh, this is hot, disappointing garbage. Uh Like, right away. I was like, I think I got like a free, I think at that point, ABC, or maybe like if you were on Netflix, you could like order the DVD of the pilot and see like an advanced copy. Really? There was some weird deal where I knew I saw like an early version of the pilot. Okay. And it would have had to be DVD because this is a pre-streaming world. This was 2006, 2007. Yes. It must have been. I think Netflix was letting you. I'm going to look this up later. Okay. Um, but I saw it and I was like, oh, this is so disappointing. Um, yeah. I mean, I've talked at, we've talked at length about sure. Studio 60 sure. on this show. So I don't feel I need to need say to too much. But but, then, and then mm-hmm. Newsroom. I was like, no, thank you. No, thank you at all. The Farnsworth Invention, which is a play that I saw on Broadway. That was an Aaron Sorkin thing it that was he did a, in between. Whoa. How was that? Uh, it was okay. 
now it what had is the like Farnsworth invention? Television is what Farnsworth. It's like about the patent for television and like one man betrayed another man. Was it so? It's all behind the scenes. It's all behind the scenes always. It w- I would say that it is like the line between like um, all these television shows about television and Steve Jobs. Okay. Because it is also inventory. Okay. And it was good and it was good dialogue, but at that point it's just like, if this is the fifth or sixth time I've seen you go into certain wells, even if you go into them well, <laughs> huh. um, I'm not going to love it. Right. So it was the same type of like. And who know. was in that? Um, Hank Azaria was one of the characters. Okay. Apu. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Apu. Um, correction. No. no I no. know your father. Don't do that. Is that, I think that, is that racist? It's, I don't know, I don't know if it's racist, but it's like, definitely I don't think Rafiki is supposed to be. He's supposed to be African. He's supposed to be African, he's not supposed to be Indian. Okay, you knew. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll let that sit there. <laughs> okay, are you, are you gonna, are you thinking about cutting it or are you nope. definitely keeping no, it? No, that's in. Okay, great. And whatever I that, said I was gonna cut before, I think I'll, I already forgot about it, so that might end up in there too. Yeah, no, I remember what it was. (laughs) It was you talking about television shows you still watch every week. Right. That, whatever. Yep. Now people are going to be like, what? And I'll be like, "Ah, you're not. If you want to know, you need to be in the room. There's some things. The room where it happens. There's some, some, here's the deal with podcasts is you're listening right now. But you're never going to get the true experience of being in the room. I can, I can, right. I can see that. They'll never know. They won't know. They can't picture it. They can't picture it. And you're on your, your commute. You're on your stationary bike. That's what I was going to say. You're on your walk. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you might be going. You're falling asleep listening to it. You're falling asleep. You're on your way to outer space. Wow. You never know. Right. But you never know. Okay. Can I say something unrelated to what we're talking about? Sure. Just because I want it out there. I feel like I have like a really dry mouth and I'm worried that it's like showing up and it's like distracting people. Why don't you have some water? I did. And (laughs) it like hasn't fixed it yet. You know, just swish it around. Okay. I I haven't noticed it. Really? I feel like people listening are really going to like hear it. I think you're totally fine. I don't know. I think you're all right. Wait, put it real close. Because uh, that that type of glass, if you take it like two big gulps, it makes a real big like weird noise when you put it down. Wait, take like a big gulp. Keep going. <laughs> Wait, keep going. It'll be worth it. Okay, now stop. <laughs> oh my god, Shima, <laughs> are you okay? Are you alright? Do you need it? Something bad happened. Something bad just happened. You have to cut that out. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. That was unbelievable. (laughs) Can I please keep that in? Fine. You just basically almost drowned in a sip of water. <laughs> that was. I need to go blow my nose and then explain what happened. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> that was un. That was unreal. So do you want to know what happened? I I think I might know, but please okay. explain to the no, listener. I, wanted, I want you to tell me what you think happened. I kept telling you to drink it, which. Which, in retrospect, was very stupid of me. Right. I kept on saying, keep sipping, because there's a certain (laughs) level in this cup where if you get down to it and then you bring it back, there's like a ledge at the bottom of the cup and it makes like a bloop noise when you put it down. So I wanted you to experience that. But I just had you drink way too much water. And then I think what happened was when you... (laughs) heard that noise your mouth was still full or you were in the process of swallowing and it went up into your nose 
But what happened is I heard the noise and I wasn't expecting to hear the noise. But wasn't it funny? It was really funny. Uh-huh. And so then I laughed while my mouth and throat were filled with water. Because <laughs> again, I told you to drink way too much. <laughs> way too much water. Uh, some went up my nose, came up my nose. Uh-huh. Some burned its way down my throat. Oh my at God. which point I then realized, oh, I'm also choking. <laughs> at which point I then realized I have made awful noises (laughs) like i'm fine with you keeping that in but i made some like really upsetting noises with my being it was really great i feel really bad i don't but it was i hope that you don't that was really really funny you should not feel bad but that noise is great it's it is great they're great cups i mean i think the noise has been eclipsed by what happened oh my god that was a real good laugh. I was also so worried that I was going to, like, while it was happening, I was like, I'm worried I'm going to ruin this mic. Oh. Like, I could spill water all over this mic. And this looks like a pricey mic. Nah, that's fine. How much you pay for this mic? This was probably under 50 bucks. Okay, then I would, I wish I had known. I wouldn't have been, because what oh happened is, like, Oh, my God. I'm waiting for the noise. I'm worried about the water. I'm thirsty. Like, so many things are going on. That was, and the funny part, too, is, like... <laughs> You were embarrassed to start because it sounded like your mouth was dry. And this, what I made happen was so So much much worse. worse. So much worse. Oh my God. Wow. Well. I mean, terrible noises. I made terrible noises. Well, they're forever etched into the MP3 files. No. And this is what we're talking about. We said that you're not going to experience everything, but sometimes you get, you do get to enjoy that full, like. I, I hope people fully experience that. I'm so curious. Here's what I also think is great is you did check to see if I was okay, but also you kept recording. What was I going to do? Stop it? That, stop it and then say, are you okay? <laughs> I guess. That's even worse. You're right. You're right. That, you're right, that you're would right. be like, I'm worried about technical stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, any final thoughts on Sports Night as a television show? Um, I think it's interesting that I still like it so much because... I hate so many like television shows today that are called comedies but aren't comedies. Uh-huh. Like I hate that. But the fact that I still really like sports night. What's is an example of that now? Uh, or a couple years ago? Mm, I can only think of right now examples. Okay, and you're we're. I don't really want to. Yeah, let's start. not do it. Let's not I do don't it. Wanna. Let's not start shit. I don't want to start shit with Jill We're, Soloway. We don't want to. Oh, shit. Do you shit. see what I did? Oh, shit. Do you see what I did? Oh, shit. Um, I do see what you did, but I understand. Yes, right? But, but this show, you mentioned while we were watching it, which is very different from that, is that this show did start with a laugh track. Yes. Correct? Yes. The episode we watched did not have it. It did not. But this was they like. at some point. That, and that seems crazy. Like yes. that seems like insa- like insanity. I mean, I think just like chuckle lines would become like laugh lines, like things laughs. that yes, or I think even more so, like they would sweeten it, but barely. Like the imaginary studio audience would still only chuckle. That's really weird. It's really weird. The laugh track is really strange. I'm glad that they pulled it when it got to Hulu. Um, if you had to uh, come up with a drinking game for Sports Night, right? Do you have any thoughts? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, good question. Good idea. Uh, maybe anytime a character takes something another character just said and rephrases it slightly. Uh huh. Like Great. I feel like that's a big one. Great. Um, like turning your own words on you. Mm-hmm. I feel like any general Aaron Sorkin drinking games are gonna play here. Yeah. yeah. Anytime any something Sorkinism. gets set up in the first two minutes that comes back in the last two minutes. Yeah. That's that's right. And I feel like that's maybe it's. Because I'm just so used to Sorkinism, but it was really telegraphed in this case. Like I think part of that is like you only got 22 minutes. There's right. no I breathing think that's room. True. Yeah, There's that's no breathing true. room. That's definitely true. That's got to be true. And what would you be drinking? For Ooh, drinking? whiskey. Whiskey. Yeah. Because just that's what you want. That's to drink. just what I drink. Oh, were you, should it, the drink have been themed? Oh, it doesn't have to be. Oh. But you just expose yourself as a whiskey drunk. Yeah. That's cool. I just drink uh, way too much water and then sort of throw it up through my nose. <laughs> okay. I don't think you mean you. I think you mean me. Yeah. That's Was I supposed mean. to say water? Is that what you wanted me to bring back? No, not oh, at all. Okay. You seem disappointed, I guess. Is all no, I was surprised by whiskey. Just, really? Yeah. I hate that it's so in vogue, but I do like it. Uh, is it in vogue? I feel like everyone's like, oh, I drink whiskey. Like it's a hipster drink now. Oh, really? I think it is. Oh, okay. I, I, I just don't know. I feel like it is. Do you not drink? I do drink, oh, you but do drink. I, what but do you drink? I, um, you know, just like beer. 
or oh. something. I mean, I've had whiskey before. I just don't any drink like that. Like I'll have it if other people are having it, right. and I think I enjoy it. But it's right. not like like I've been out with friends who are very knowledgeable about it. Mm-hmm. Peatiness. I don't like it from here. Right. From there. Wow. Whatever. You have fancy friends. I have a f- fancy friend. My throat burns. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, well, on that note, thank you so much, and I'm sorry. For thank you for being here and watching Sport Night, Sports Night. Any final thoughts or anything you'd like to share, plug, or just let the audience know? No, not at all. Great, thank you. Thanks again to Nicole Dressel for dropping by and watching Sports Night and surviving um, a, a near fatal drowning while being on the show. If you are the fan of the podcast, please leave a five-star review and use the word duty and or adios, and I will give you a shout-out live on air to tape. And uh, I appreciate you. I really appreciate you. Have a great night and an early mañana. Adios, amigos. That was a HeadGum Podcast.